0: Collections, new content, WWE views and latest news on the WWE Network. Until we have watched everything, we are with you and we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. Right. And today, it's a very special podcast extra. We celebrate 25 Live and 100 episodes. Uh, so we start 2.05 live, we celebrate 100 episodes, it's October 24th and of course episode 100. And we've been through them all. Yeah.
1: Well an epic video package for the Itami Ali Feud plays before the opening theme. Then Vic Joseph, Nigel McGuinness and Percy Watson slash Jackson welcome us to Newark as the Lucha House Party hit the stage and Micah Maria's... First appearance is recap. Yeah, we're going to feel the power of
0: love is Mike Kenellis in action versus Lynn Dorado. And it's fantastic seeing Mike Kenellis here on 205 Live, Dan. I know you're a huge fan of him. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. What is your problem with Mike Kenellis?
1: I just think he's a fucking tool. <laughs> <laughs> the power of love.
0: Yeah. We did well to avoid the springboard by... Dorado, and now Maria's going to comfort him. Don't get me wrong, Maria. And Carlito and Metallic churn him on at ringside. And that's not going to put off Mike. He's super tough. He should be called Mike Hunt. (laughs) No, he shouldn't. He's a talented guy. He's here in the Cruiserweight division. I feel he's going to be a future Cruiserweight champion.
1: I feel he's going to be the next Enzo Amore.
0: Right, what, as in the person you like? No. Do you want to wear Mike Kellers' t-shirt? Well, I won't be wearing one this year. Well, next year he won't be around. You so, might. You irrelevant. just don't know. Irrelevant. <laughs> you sound like a frog when you say that. Irrelevant. And there is a legend. Look at him. Even though he dabs, TJP. Oh fuck off! Even though he to legend, TJP's been uh, collecting the mask collector as a and good old Mike's in control here. Bigly pressing man, Dorado. We are lucky we're going to have four Mike Canellis matches here on this episode.
1: We'll be lucky if I make it through one without screaming profanities at James and the television.
0: Well, Dorado, uh, flapjack and then send in Canellis on the outside. Lou, cha,
1: Lou, Lou,
0: cha. And what is she doing on the still steps? Kick her off, referee. Send her out of here. She has got a manager's license. She is around here. What a right hand by Mike. and And A a cheap shot. She would do anything for love. But she wouldn't do that. (laughs) And now look at Mike Kenlenis In control, Dorado. Closed
1: fist, ref. You should be disqualifying that useless waste of space. Yeah. He looks like Enzo fucking Amore. (laughs) (laughs) Why do
0: you... (laughs) Yeah, well, you do pick them, didn't you? Come
1: on, luchas. Get involved. <laughs> punch them in the face.
0: And Kelo's lines are by Canelis.
1: Come on, Kalisto. Salida del Sol Maria.
0: Mike Canelis versus Adam Cole. Who are you picking?
1: I'm picking that I die halfway through the <laughs> match of just <laughs>
0: death. <laughs> oh, God. And now Canelis, Irish whipping, showed his power to Dorado. And a huge impact there, crushing Dorado's chest. So impressive is Mike Kanellis. You've got to be impressed. No, I haven't.
1: <laughs> the fucking tool has got a flower on his fucking wrist tape. What a fucking helmet.
0: He's there. He's
1: wearing a flower, James. What men
0: wear fucking flowers <laughs> in the fucking ring like a cunt? Yeah, look, alright, we don't need name calling. He's is it's a it's a lovely sign. And uh, <laughs> you've gotta like Mike Kennellis.
1: Again, no I fucking haven't.
0: And now Luke part Party's trying to get back in it. But Kennellis wrong with a submission on Dorado and a huge right hand by Canellis after Beating down Derrida. I mean, Dan is stunned and and impressed. I c- I can feel with Mike Kennellis, he's dominating him at the moment. Another suplex, brilliant power there by Mike. And we are both fans of him right now here on Two Hundred Five Live. I think we both agree that he's going to be a future cruiserweight champion.
1: Don't put words in my fucking mouth. I,
0: well, I just I feel I feel you. I can, do you know what I mean? I've I've got a. A feeling from you. You're impressed, Dan. I I, I know you are.
1: I really aren't.
0: <laughs> oh. and Maria, she had a baby recently. Incredible. She still looks like that.
1: Mike Canellis was on Twitter, 20th of October, says, I'm going to say this and I'm fully prepared for the backlash. Machine Gun Kelly's diss track was better than Eminem's. And that was my comment. Moments before this post was made.
0: I agree with him.
1: You fucking would do, wouldn't you?
0: I think Machine Gun Kelly is better than this Eminem character.
1: Don't. Just don't. What? Otherwise, you'll be getting fisted.
0: Canellis has been dominating this match, much like Machine Gun Kelly. I heard Mike Canellis supports Arsenal as well, Dan. Yeah. Oh, and Dorado finally back into this one. Spinning heel kick to running in Canellis. First mistake he's made rather than able to come back with the clotheslines. Come on, Lince. But Mike cuts him off. Ducked by Lince eh?
1: and a big snap to the chest, knocking Mike down to the mat where he belongs. And a roll through with a kick to the back of the head. Hope that knocks some sense into the stupid haircut cunt.
0: I think he's got a nice haircut. He would, though. And he's got it in the corner, but managing to reverse it.
1: Comes charging towards Lince, who moves out of the way, kick to the back of the head. Places Mike up top.
0: Yeah, Canelis showing his intelligence. Didn't say that, did you? And then the second best spine bust after Bobby Roode. He hits it, but Dorale managing to kick out. Uh-huh. He must have been at least nine foot in the air. At least about half a foot. Oh, now Mike wants Maria to see this. This is for her. Springboard oh, stunner. And what a sell by Mike Canellis.
1: Dorado straight over the top right though. Cross bodies, Mike.
0: <laughs> Canales phone in. He's in a bit of trouble. Go on, Dorado. Finish him. Boom. Hits a shooting star. Goes for the cover, but Canales' foot on the bottom rope. Oh. Showing his intelligence again. Really is a veteran. Oh, and Canales sending...
1: No, why is he getting involved in the match? They've done nothing to him.
0: Oh, he got involved. They try to get onto him, and he pushes both men down. They was just shaking their rattlers, and then attacked from behind by Dorado, and Dorado uh, gets the rope twanged in his face by Canalis, hits the hose for it. Gets a job done. I can feel the power of love, Dan. Mike Kenellis wins on 2059, episode 100, and the future of the Cruise Rate Division right there. Mike Kenellis, Dan, what are your thoughts on the match? The cunt
1: wears a fucking flower on his fucking wrist tape. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that.
0: He is a future Cruise champion you cannot deny with Maria Kenellis by his. Side. Side, Dan. You Well, actually, we'll start our next match and then we'll talk about that, actually. Well, Jake Maverick is here for a State of the Brand address. He says that the 100th episode is an example of what the brand was always meant to be. He hikes Ali and Natami's different paths to the brand and says next week we'll deliver a similarly great show. Buddy Murphy needs a challenger and the main event on October 30th will determine a...
1: The Brian Kendrick sends a word of warning to Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher. He's going to prove to Jack what everyone who's tried to take him out has learned. Kendrick is going to show Gallagher no mercy next week.
0: A recap of last week's main event takes us to Leo Rush, selfie promo. He wasn't beaten last week and he denies Cedric Alexander almost pinned him after that little lumbar check. Everyone knows multi-man matches are decided by luck and he's still undefeated in one-on-one matches. Murphy
1: and Tony Nisa interviewed by Dasha Fuentes. The champ says he knows DM will make the right call next week and put his boy Tony in the number one contender match. He says, "Nee says he'll beat whoever Drake puts in front of him. It doesn't matter which of them is champ, they run 205 live. Murphy rolls his eyes and shrugs about Tony's insuation that he might ever be champ.
0: And our main event is Mustafa Ali versus Adeo Tommy in a fool's Count Anywhere match. So here we go, we've seen these two men feuding. Uh, it, this is the definitely end of this feud, Dan, isn't it? You know. So these two men will be feuding... For what seems like months now it's all about respect to Tommy feeling, he's not getting it on two O five live and Ali having the kind of heart determination he is the heart of two O five live and will he earn will he give the respect to a Tommy that he feels that he earns. <laughs> you said will he. And a brilliant move there. So quick but Mustafa was so impressive. How I come on to the outside and then over the top, falls count goes for the cover but only a one.
1: One. So, a bit slow on the draw there. He wasn't expecting a pinfall to take place
0: that early. But it, but it is episode 100 today, Dan. And we talk about 100 episodes. We've watched it since, of course, the inception of the CWC tournament. What are your favourite moments in these past 100 episodes? Favourite superstars, maybe, Dan? My favourite
1: moment was probably the moment after Enzo left. <laughs> the episode before Enzo arrived. <laughs> <laughs> and then... After that, I suppose it's probably my favourite episode was the episode before Mike Kanellis arrived. And my next one's going to be when Mike Kanellis eventually leaves, hopefully very soon.
0: At least you've not mentioned Leo Rush.
1: Well, you know, he's kind of overshadowed.
0: Well, we've seen some great uh, matches on 205 Live throughout this time. We can forget Noam Dar beating uh, TJP. (laughs) What a great match did happen. Uh, Buddy Murphy, of course, being Cruiserweight Champion, a man that I picked out that I always knew would uh, become my actual face. Enzo Moyes, tight rain. Who can forget Neville? Of course, Neville leading the charge at the start of uh, last year, looking kind of undefeatable. Uh, of course, we all know what happened there as well. It's kind of been a poison chalice as such. Rich Swan released as well. Uh, so, Brian, Lee Brian Kendrick is still around from that. But now, is 205 Live in a better place than it was last You know, last year? last when it first started?
1: I feel it has its ups and downs. I mean, you know, we've had some very memorable matches. We've had some very memorable feuds. We've had some great moments as well. I, I think it's, you know, it's certainly keeping its head above water. And, you know, there there is only one way to go up. I do think it needs either a secondary title, either a tag team title, or like, you know, the Cruiserweight Intercontinental Championship, or, you know, something along those lines. Just so that the mid-card feuds have something to go for. And I do like that it is an even playing field. I mean, anyone has the potential to be champion.
0: Yeah, that is that is true. And that's a good thing about 205 Live. I think it has improved recently since Triple H has actually taken charge. Uh, and But we, we we shall see about its feuds. talk of house shows and stuff like that before. But, I mean, with Buddy Murphy leading the charge, it's not in too bad a place. And, of course, we've got this... Main event matchup watching now in episode 100,
1: but it has been quite a bit of flip-flopping. I mean, you know, for for a little while, the Brian Kendrick was the face. Uh, well, he was the top heel, and then he kind of got overshadowed when uh, Neville came into things, and he's kind of turned face now. Yeah, and who can forget his legendary moment when he streaked down to the ring on SmackDown, Ali with a roll-up and a roll through from Itami, getting kicked a few times in the head. But that's all Ali could deliver before he fell over and collapsed. Oh, well, Itami comes running with a big boot. Ali steps to one side, dives out the ring, catches him with a kick. Roll through to an X-Factor. Goes for a cover. But Atami managing to kick out.
0: Oh. And this just sums up the Ali versus atami feud and what two men, the two men are about.
1: I think he's probably my favourite 5 Live guy at the moment. It's nice to know well there's a few actually
0: you hate more
1: no there's only two that I really hate on five. live you like Leo
0: Rush now then
1: no Leo Rush yeah Mike Canellis.
0: yeah oh right, yeah I forgot about Enzo more though. he's not there no more yeah uh,
1: you know I quite like I think uh, Hidaru Atami is very underrated um, Cedric Alexander I'm a good fan of his he's uh, he's had a few very good matches Jack Gallagher. I don't even know Amdar I, yeah, I know you're dead! I never thought he'd say that. For a sweaty sock? Yeah. I'll just go against him because I know you like him. You've seen him. Hence why you like Mike Canalis because I hate him. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> Don't tell him, though. Oh my god, and Ali sending Itami across the announce table. He really is snapped. It's been a personal hatred between the two, and Itami is wanted out by Ali of 205 Live. And it looks like he's going to put for the announce table. Well, he's rearranging some furniture. He's
1: going to give Atami a nice soft landing on the table, not on the monitors. As he throws Tommy across the announce table. And you can see Ali, his lights have just uh, gone out and he's changed. But he gets slammed onto the table. And Tommy he's got half Boston Crab with his foot on the back. Is he going to make him tap here?
0: Well, he's got his foot on his head, twisting him back. Well, he's put his foot on his head. It's really, really bad. And, oh, my God. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh. Mustafa Ali with, like,
1: a bicycle kick. Oh, no, it's like a pump kick. Ace of Ali sending him back first into barricade. Well, Literally flying there. A time he nearly killed Ali then. But only getting a two count. Two.
0: Oh, my God, a chair was there as well.
1: And now itami sent Ali into the fans. Got a bit of a smug look on his face, but it wasn't that. wasn't on for that long because Ali just kicked him straight in his smiling face. Referee jumps Barry Cade and only gets a two count though.
0: Two, and what a war this is. <clears throat> and Ali throws Itami over Barry Cade back in.
1: Oh, as Mustafa Ali was perched on Barry Cade. Itami hit him with a big kick to the chest, knocking him off it.
0: Well, you can see the red marks and the bruising on the back of Itami. You imagine what Ali's going through.
1: Well, probably a lot worse now that he's just been thrown back first into the steel steps. Itami's struggling with the steel stairs, though. They must weigh about half a tonne.
0: At least two and a half tonne. And Itami rearranging the furniture outside. He's fighting back. They're going up the entrance ramp now. And now, Atami back suplex. Oh. Ali flipping out though, landing on his feet. Oh.
1: But getting turned inside out of a clothesline from Atami, landing
0: on the check plate there. Oh, but Atami hooking the leg, but. Out. Uh-huh. And now, Atami's got something horrible plan for Ali because he's making his way to the top with Ali in hand. And he's looking back at those still stairs on the outside. Oh, but no. Ali manages to fight him off. And Tommy lands on the stairs. Oh, my God. Here comes Ali. Cross body on
1: Itami, who was perched on a steel stair. Two. Oh. But Hideo managing to get his shoulder up at two. Two. That must have been about 10, 15 foot in the air.
0: At least 150 foot. I'm not as good at it as you.
1: Tommy's head bouncing off them wafer thin mats.
0: Now, how thin are they? Mats
1: are mere millimetres thick over pure concrete. Wafer thin, they are.
0: And now, what is Ali looking for underneath the ring? Oh my god. We want tables. Mustafa, get the tables. Why? Because he's black. Oh, and Ali gets hurt then with a huge kick by Tommy. And now he's got the stairs and lifting all them. It must be about 750 pounds. At least a ton and a half. I hope Ali doesn't use those stairs to his advantage.
1: I hope he doesn't run up them like a... uh...
0: Exactly. And he's running up them.
1: Oh! Oh, But gets caught by Atami. Legs swept from underneath him. I think he just sucked them in there.
0: And Ali looks to be out. And Atami's got the other stairs now.
1: Dragging them across the floor.
0: We want t-shirt. the women's tag championship.
1: We want potato. <laughs>
0: Handing them out.
1: I made there's another one there as Ooh. well. And, uh, as Ali was and as Ali was draped across the steel <laughs> stairs, we want carrots. Oh, and as Ali was draped across the steel stairs. Hideo Itami tried dropping the other set of stairs on top of his head. Luckily enough, Ali moved out the way. But Itami tried throwing Ali into the steel steps and made kind of a ramp up the other set of stairs. But Itami turned that into a tornado DDT, planting Itami onto the mat. I did the fudgy. <laughs> I just pooped. <laughs> I can't remember the noise we were making earlier.
0: (laughs) no. What noise? (laughs) The noise we were making about an hour ago. Uh I can't remember what it was. And Latami might be out. The table's set up. He's on top of it. Ali going up. Must be about 10 foot away from Latami. At least 15, 20 foot away. Oh! Fuck me! 4.50 4.50 gets the job done. 4.50 through Itami, who was laid up on the table, gets the job done. <laughs> absolutely brilliant there. Ali wins. Job done. Dan, what did you think of that cruise right title, match? I thought
1: it was bloody brilliant. Both men absolutely brought it. Neither of them missed a beat. They was both there on the A-game. Perfect.
0: Yeah, what a fantastic match. And ever the babyface, Ali tells an incapacitated Tommy. he always respected him.
1: Yes. DM the GM requested a chat with Dasha Fuentes after the main event. Maverick will face Nice next week to determine Murphy's next challenger.
0: out next is episode 101, October 31st. The show opens
1: with 205 Live general manager Drake Maverick putting last week's fools Count Anywhere match over... In video package form. But saying he expects tonight's show to surpass it. He runs down tonight's matches. And then we get into the intro video. And our first match of the night. Is the Brian Kendrick versus Jack.
0: (laughs) Now this is a match that has been a long time. In the making Dan. What are your thoughts on it?
1: I hope that Down Syndrome kid is in the audience tonight. No. um, Yeah these two guys. They can certainly go at it. We haven't really seen... Gentleman Jack Gallagher, greatest. Uh, you know, we haven't seen like he was in the CWC tournament, and I hope one day we can get back to that.
0: Yeah, they've kind of gone with Kendrick as the good guy in this one, which is a bit weird, but is he going to get some retribution after Gallagher choosing Gulak, which was a bit of a surprise in my books, but this should be a good matchup. Like I said, I think Jack works better as a face, but we shall see if Kendrick, probably in his last run... Can get the job done. He's still very talented.
1: At least he's not wearing that silly suit while wrestling. Mm. Well, actually, didn't they start off as enemies?
0: Yeah, and he kind of turned them to... Joined with him. Turned him to the dark side. Yeah. Oh, and Drew Gulak at ringside.
1: I hope he gets involved in the outcome of this match.
0: So Lee Brian Kendrick versus um, Gentleman Jack Gahaga. So here we go. Jackie Boy slaps Brian that's probably a mistake, because Brian responded with the right hands, now backing Jack up on the ropes. I mean, this has been uh, a long time coming between the two, you know, when they first teamed together. Did the pairing work for each man, Dan? Did it help him out?
1: I, I don't know. It's kind of been like a a complete 180 switch. I mean, when they started off, Kendrick was trying to teach Gat Gallagher some lessons, and then, you know, he kind of taught him pretty much everything, and then... Now it's uh, kind of boots on the other foot now. Kendrick's a face. Gallagher's a heel. Does it work for Gallagher?
0: Well, I don't think it does, and I don't think the pairing really has been that successful. I mean, they didn't really achieve anything together, did they? You know, talk about being as a tag team or even a Cruiserweight title run for either man. Of course, both former Cruiserweight champions, but, no, Jack's not a Cruiserweight champion, is he? He just came no. close. He faced Neville, didn't he? At, um, I think Fastlane it was maybe last year. We're going back quite a while. It's better as with babyface, doesn't it, You know, he
1: does indeed. Yeah, he's he's a lot more over with the crowd, but now he's he's kind of falling on his feet a bit.
0: Yeah, I don't think the kind of the, the way he wrestles and what we've seen of Jack, I think he's very babyfacey. You know, and uh, yeah, he can he can bring it technically and have a different side to him, but it doesn't make the character that entertaining. You know, and I think if you look at these two men, if just a, a passerby was to put this TV on. And and see these two, and you go, okay, which one's a good guy, which one's a bad guy. Assume that Kendrick is the bad guy at this time, you know, just because of the even the attires that they're wearing, you know, Gallagher being uh, quite bright and Kendrick still being quite dark.
1: Yeah, but but you know, even beforehand, and that we used to put Jack in the same category as Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, and them two are very brilliant workers. Yeah, and you know, and now it's it seems to have like you know, it's they've. Cut his brakes a bit.
0: Well, yeah, it's, I mean, he's he's had a bit of airtime, hasn't he, on Two Five Live because he, you uh, his uh, weight title scene. But you wonder what would happen if he had went down to NXT. Could he have had the same success as a Tyler Bate or a kind of even a Pete Dunne? You know, look what Pete Dunne's achieved yeah. now uh, in NXT. Maybe Jack could have done that. I think it's possible, you know.
1: But then would Jack have been on NXT UK by now? You know, like there's because I think that's where. Uh, Mustache Mountain have gone.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, with Jack, though, like, would it help out the brand? I think it would. You know, I would, if he's an NXT UK and we've got a UK special coming up, our next podcast, if Jack was involved in that, I think that'd bring more eyes to it as well, because at least it's someone that people know. He's been around the main roster now for a couple of years, so. I think it's definitely potential. Let's not forget, he's still quite a young lad himself, isn't he, Gentleman Jack?
1: And he's been in the Royal Rumble as well.
0: Yeah, he has been. And with the young brother stick that he used to have as well, he went floating around and flying.
1: Didn't he do Chris Jericho with it?
0: I think he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at this moment in the match, it was even to start off with, and Jack has gained control, not by underhanded tactics, just been. we talk about the age, advan- age advantage. Because let's not forget, Kendrick's a veteran, trying to put his boot up in the corner now.
1: Oh, spanky. Never forget him streaking on SmackDown.
0: Well, we talk about success, you know, what gentleman could Jack could accomplish. We talk about the uh, success that Brian Kendrick has had. You know, let's not forget one of the longest-running SmackDown Tag Team Champions of all time. You know, a year with Paul London, whatever happened to him. And, uh, you know, coming back and kind of reinventing himself even for a while with physical Jackson, a character I really dug. And now, back now, as he kind of lead Brian Kendrick in this, I mean... I think he's here for Jack to get the victory eventually, you know, when the feud finally ends. But if he can make himself look good in the process, then all, you know, by all means, it's good that someone like Lee Brian Kendrick can have success. It just shows you that have to be the biggest man in WWE to actually have quite a good career as well, you know.
1: There's been fairly even match in between of them getting a clear upper hand. Well, Kendrick Kendrick's, just... Kendrick's going down and trying to look for the captain's hook.
0: And he got back in it, didn't he? A couple of nice kicks. Jack blocked that. He probably knows all about it. Couldn't block the suplex, though. And then rolls through to the captain's hook. And now Jack in the middle of the ring. Serious trouble. Gulak looking on the commentary.
1: The Gallagher manages to get his feet to the bottom ropes.
0: Jack rolls to the apron, though. Quite clever.
1: Hangs Kendrick up top. Gets himself a bit of
0: advantage. And now Jack's going to spring back in. Oh, my word. that was lovely. And this is the stuff Jack can do. Look at the transition. Comes springboarding over the top. Um. A kind of two-pay over the top, straight into the sleeper. Unfortunately for him, Kendrick was just too close to the ropes then.
1: But then even Drew Gulak's kind of uh, simmered down a bit.
0: Oh my God, Jack comes running in. Kendrick dodges it.
1: Oh, looking for sliced bread, but Jack Gallagher pushes him into the corner, but runs into a super kick.
0: You know, Kendrick trying to feel it, trying to get the crowd behind him. And he's just spoke of Gulak. Yeah, it's a shame that he's kind of dropped down. There's just not enough space at the moment for all these, these kind of people to get enough time. As he looks to distract Brian Kendrick, oh, but Akira Tozawa, and a knockout kick to Gulak, slice bread number two, goes One, for the cover. Two, three, and Kendrick beats Gallagher, thanks in part to Tozawa, but Kendrick gets the win and maybe even the score for now. Dan, what do you think of that match?
1: Um, it, it's not the best match either of these two guys have had. It's uh. It's it's more part and parcel with storyline, I think.
0: Well, it was very, very close. This match, it could have gone either way. And uh, for me, I think it was a little bit too short. I think we could have given a little bit more time there. But I think the feud now does continue with Gulak and Galahad. And of course, Kendrick and Tozawa.
1: Well, we go backstage with Drake Maverick, who says he owes Cedric Alexander an explanation. Cedric says he's surprised that after 181 days as champion, he's not getting his rematch. And Drake says he'll get it when he's ready. He's got to prepare the best, most competitive title matches, but Alexander's on a three-match losing streak, so it would be unfair to everyone, including Cedric, to give him his shot now.
0: Well, Alexander says he gets it. He's got no excuses, but he's going to get back on track. And when he does, he wants they shake on it. And we go to a house of, and we go to a house ad for tonight's NXT featuring Matt Riddle's debut. Mm.
1: So, well, Grand Metallic gets a picture-in-picture picture promo calling TJ Perkins out as a coward and challenging him to a match.
0: Grand Metallic versus local competitor.
1: Well, Metallic with a big handspring in response to some early strikes, and he does the lucha hands, big overhand first, boot up on the charge, one-handed bulldog, ground up top, Grand Niwara rope walk elbow drop it's over
0: yeah Grand Metallic wins by pinfall with like you said the Grand Noir style rope walk elbow drop TJP attacks in the immediate aftermath and yanks the mask off before leaving through the crowd
1: well Metallic's Lucha House Party teammates tend to him in the ring
0: the Cruiserweight champion Buddy Murphy rolls up on an interview asking about a meeting he just had with Drake Maverick he says next week they're in Manchester England England and he requested a match against one of the best And he's going to annihilate Mark Andrews. Ask what happens if Tony Nese wins tonight. He dodges the question. We cut backstage to Mustafa Ali getting taped
1: up and go to break for house ad for WWE Shop's custom t-shirt service.
0: Well, Mike and Maria Kanellis are Mm. interviewed backstage. Maria takes the mic and tells the interviewer to leave and asks a simpler question about how it feels to be the greatest. At which point, TJP bumbles into them. Canelis complains, he says life isn't fair, and TJ offers to show him the ropes and welcome him to 205 Live. At which point Rhea says she knows he's here to ask for help with Lucha House Party, and Perkins admits that's why he's here.
1: Don't, TJ. Please, <laughs> please don't, TJ.
0: She offers to go
1: talk business, and the three of them head off together.
0: Mustafa Ali versus Tony Nese, and it's the WWE Cruiserweight Championship number one contender.
1: Circling, Nice takes Ali into the corner and immediately goes to work on his ribs before flexing. A rolling butt, a hard bill. Mustafa turns the speed up. He snaps off a head scissors that sends Tony to the floor and follows it through. Follows it through, and follows it with a plancher. And Nice rolls through a away slam on the ramp, military press drop onto the barricade and. Uh, Minute to the barricade follows it up.
0: Yeah, and back in, comes over, and Tony Nees has been in control of this match. But, I mean, these two men here, Dan, Tony Nees and Mustafa Ali, are they the future of the Cruiserweight division in your eyes? I mean, I don't know answer that question for you, but what do you think of these two men?
1: I think a lot of them are the future. You know, there's a lot of them, they're, they're all still very young guys. You
0: know, there's not really
1: a... Uh, I think Kendrick's probably the oldest one on the roster, and he's... What, in his 40s now? Yeah, he's
0: old by, like, kind of country mile. <laughs> but <laughs> I think with Tony Nice you, you kind of got a guy here who is, I can't say that word, but, you know, his look and uh, the kind of way he wrestles. You know, let's not forget, he he looks like a heavyweight, fights like a cruiserweight. You know, he is a premier athlete. I think he can he can deliver great matches. The running knees finish is good as well. And Mustafa Ali just so kind of one that I think one of the greatest Workers we've got going at the moment, you know. You look at talk about bad matches he's had. When's it been bad? We haven't, no, you know. He always delivers, doesn't he? He had WrestleMania kind of moment with Cedric Alexander on the kickoff. Uh, we've seen him, you know, with Buddy Murphy at Survivor Series now as well, and in kind of every match. And we're seeing it in this one as well. And it's back and forth stuff with Nice taking over a little bit. We can see the bandages that Ali's got on him. Ali's gone to the top and Nice cutting him off with a uppercut. And now Nice going up. He's going to get Ali on his shoulders. Huge gut buster off the top. niece for the cover. Oh. Only getting a two count. Two. So how would this stand
1: instead for uh, Buddy Murphy if Tony Nese does win? I mean, you know, these two guys are
0: friends. Well, it would be it'd be kind of trouble in paradise for the two. I would feel you know they've gotten on so well recently, and it is all about being number one. And Nice there to kind of watch his back, and I think Nice wants to kind of still in front of him and kind of you know prove to him that not only is he's equal, but maybe Nice is better than Murphy. I think it'd be a great matchup down the road for either man if they want to play it into that. You know, I think mean, Murphy's so underrated and. You know, not spoiling the result on this, we saw what happened at Survivor Series, so we know the Nice thing could maybe happen at a later date, as he's pulling off now the bandages of Ali. Of course, let's not forget he went through the war with Hideo tony In a match, <laughs> and he's like a pit bull at the moment.
1: Well, he's just holding Ali up by his uh, rib bandages and just kicking away at the midsection. But Ali with a roll-up. Oh! And that is it.
0: Surprises Tony niece. Well Nice was mucking around a bit too much and Ali now is a new number one contender. Ali gets the job done there. It was a great match, but I mean Nice just getting distracted at the end. It kinda makes Nice look a little bit strong still, doesn't it, you know, in that way.
1: It look, does, yeah, falling out to to just a, a bit of a cheeky cover there from
0: Ali. A little bit stupid, but still a little bit protected. We see the highlights of the match, a double super kick, one to the front, one to the back of the head of Nice. And then what Nice thought was a winning Gutbuster.
1: So who has potentially what it takes to dethrone your man, Buddy Murphy?
0: Do you know, I don't think anybody can oh, dethrone I thought Buddy you'd Murphy. Say that. I thought you would <laughs> I think mean, Buddy Murphy will be the longest reigning cruiserweight champion of all time. You know, that's just my... Th- who do you think's next in line? Who do you think in the next uh, few months are we going to see as his number one contender, Dan? Cedric Alexander. You <laughs> reckon Cedric Alexander? Well, he's been losing the last three... T- Last three matches, the end. He's coming out here to make sure Ali is not beaten up by Nice.
1: But I would personally, I would like to see Hideo Itami.
0: Yeah, if he's not, if he manages to come back, if he's not finished, could we don't know if that was a like, room against Ali? Be good about Itami, But I think what's good about two hundred five live and the division itself. I won't. I thought Cedric was going to lumbar check Ali, then.
1: No, he's just helping him up.
0: Well, they are friends. And Ali's a better man now. Let's not forget the kind of classic matches that Alexander and Ali have had. But Cruiserweight division is so strong right now, you could say arguably anybody in the division is worth a chance. You know, even people like Tazara and Kendrick that we saw early on or saw early on in the episode.
1: So I'd just like to ask a question. What kind of cunt wears a fucking suit and tie and wears glasses indoors it's as well as like fucking it. having an Intercontinental <laughs> title wrapped around his shoulder?
0: Oh my God, look who it is. The Cruiserweight champ, Buddy Murphy... Staring down, the man he beat for the cruiserweight title, the man he's going to beat at Survivor Series. Well, has he got the balls to get in the ring with Alexander? Doesn't need to. Doesn't need to right now. He's just sending a message. So up next, it's episode 102, and it's November 7th. The show opens with general manager Drake Maverick talking about how Mustafa Ali became number one contender last week, and that his title match will take place in two weeks at Survivor Series.
1: Drake continues, saying Lucha House Party will be wrestling Mike Kanellis and TJP... Tonight, as well as hyping up the previously announced Murphy versus Mandrews match.
0: Well, this feeds into the show's intro video.
1: I uh, get a picture in picture promo where they say Canellis and TJP like to play games, but they love games and they're going to get payback.
0: Well, L- oh, fuck me. Lucha House Party, Kalisto and Lince Dorado <sighs> versus Mike Canellis and TJ Perkins.
1: Kalisto and Perkins start circling intense circles. Kalisto and Perkins to start. Circle in a and elbow and the Luchador pulls ahead, but TJ cuts him off by tearing his mask. Kalisto slides in for a spanning, fast place. lucha style jockey jockey-in-for-position, gives way to Lucha fingers and a tag to Dorado. Assisted splash into a splash off the ropes and TJP
0: hustles to tag... Connected. Mike gets cut off with a forearm and dumped to the floor where Lucha House Party fake dives... Out into flexing taunts. Maria screaming encouragement at her husband. He returns to the ring and gets to striking. Backing Lynchay into the corner before blowing her a kiss. It is beautiful to see the power of love here on 205 Live. shut up. Dorado fires out of the corner, punching away. Whip reversed up and over. Slide on a duck a lariat and a head scissors takeover.
1: Drop kick into an arm drag and into the ropes for a break. And TJ takes advantage of a distraction to get a cheap shot in. Tag made, mounted punches into a slingshot sent on Atomico for one. One. Pick the leg, tag to Canellis. rolling leg lock to set an elbow drop up, stomping away at the Golden Lynx's arm, smashing him into the corner, whip across, charging lariat connects.
0: Following it up with another set the same, and then off the ropes with Big Boot for two. Two. Tag to TP, going to reverse chin lock, Dorado out with palm strike, side step, a running knee, duck a lariat for Canelis, hit with a triangle drop kick, reaching for the tag, and he gets it. Kalisto's in, and he's on fire, baby, with a cross body, clear the apron, duck a spring springboard to Nilo, handspring, crescent kick, rip reverse, side step, blind tag, roll through and scurry, and Mike cuts him off. We should just be saying, what a great match it was between the two. Much. That's what I've done for Nitro. Like every tag match, it's like back and forth match, guy beating down, and now he gets a hot tag.
1: Well, <laughs> Russian leg sweep into the barricade, back inside, only a two. Two. So he follows it up with knees to the back, back suplex boxed, and somehow reverse into a DDT. Tags made, Lince in hot, rolling Thunder in Siguri, big flapjack takes Canellis out, jockeying for position in the corner, and into the super crazy triple moonsault. Canellis breaks it up.
0: Well, TJP in. Golden Rewind takes both the Rudo out the floor and Lucha House Party climb up top. Stereo moonsaults to the floor. Bronco Buster sets up the inverted face lock, but Perkins reverses into the TJP clutch. durala has got nowhere to go, but Kaliso makes the save. Back body drop for the floor for Canelis, and Kaliso suicide dives on top of him.
1: Well, Lincey springboard sunset flip to TJP. Uh, Lincey springboard sunset flip. But TJP tears at his mask. He rips it off, but Dorado has another mask on underneath. Leaping up into the head scissors
0: And winning by pinfall with the Hurricane Rona does Dorado. We get a video package of Cedric Alexander training with the king of the old school himself, Steve Carino, in a performance centre, when Leo Rush rolls up to mock him for caring enough about his craft to go back to training. Cedric explains the idea of dedication, but Leo suggests that's what Alexander really needs is to wrestle him. Oh, it looks like we're going to get Leo Rush versus Alexander at some point.
1: Well, commentary then informs us has made the match official for next week. Well, that's
0: a lot sooner than I thought, but <laughs> fair play. Up next is Josh Morell versus Dan, your favourite, Leo Rush.
1: Joy. Well, collar and elbow, Rush with a wrist lock, Morrell reverses and plants him on his ass with an arm wringer. Fast pace, off the ropes, ducking and dodging, and Josh connects with a leg feed enziguri. Whip reverse, Leo caught with a boot, but he knocks morale to the floor with a kick and to the barricade. Back inside, the black heart coming out a little, putting boots up to him and then cannonball after referee Ryan Tran backs him off.
0: Well, short arm, drop toe into the turnbuckles, and Josh is on Dream Street up top and Leo Rush hits final hour to win the match.
1: Well, post-match, Leo dedicates his victory to a man that truly inspires him, Cedric Alexander. You see, ever since Cedric lost the title, he's been in a slump. So what, he's go back to the performance centre and go back to his roots. And Rush ain't mad at it. In fact, he respects it because he knows hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And Alexander's been working pretty hard.
0: But let him remind you that absolutely nobody, and he means nobody, works harder than the manly hour. And if Cedric thinks for one second he can get back up on his high horse at Leo's expense, he's sadly mistaken. Next week, the Age of Alexander meets its final hour. Tick-tock, Cedric. Tick-tock.
1: Kaj, spotlight in Mark Andrews follows.
0: reddy gets a promo where he says at first they called him a maybe, but today they call him the heart of 205 Live. And at WrestleMania, he had a chance to be called champion, but he let that slip through his hands. Since then, he's scratched and clawed for another chance at the title, and now he's got that fight. This time, nothing is slipping through his hands, and no one's calling him a maybe, because this time, they're going to call him champion.
1: Well, commentary hypes up to Zawa and Kendrick versus Gulak and Galakh for
0: next week. Buddy Murphy gets a picture-in-picture picture promo where he says the 5 Series match is like a fairy tale, but there's no happy ending this time because the bad guy always wins and he's the biggest and baddest in the division. I can not agree more. And speaking of our great Cruiserweight champion, we are blessed to have him in action here against Mark Andrews. As we know him, man, Andrews. Dan, tell us about Mark Andrews. Anybody's never seen him before? He's good, isn't he? <laughs> he's good, isn't he? Uh,
1: he's, uh, he's a brilliant British style type wrestler. He's, I think he's in NXT UK at the moment.
0: Well, we saw him at, uh, in NXT when we went and saw him live. He was against Jack Haragher. In a match there, and we've seen managers before going through Impact Wrestling and being a part of that as well. Coming into WWE, he's been on 205 Live 4, but his style is electric. I mean, any of the old, I say old school, maybe 10 years ago, something like Evan Bourne probably would be a good person to to kind of pair him with that kind of style. (laughs) He's kind of got the incredible high flying. Plus, the man can wrestle as well. It's going to be a very interesting matchup. Even though it looks like he gives up about £100 to Buddy Murphy. I mean, the £100 of muscle Murphy has over Manju's, Murphy has never looked better at this moment in time. He used to be the best-kept secret at Five Live, and now we get to see him in action in Manchester, England, England. You've got to be impressed by Buddy Murphy. Speed and quickness there, taking Mandrews down.
1: Speed is quickness, you fucking tool.
0: No, speed, look at his speed and quickness. Yeah, speed is quickness, you twat. Look at his speed and quickness there.
1: It's not speed and quickness. It's either speed or quickness. They're it's both speed, one and the same. No, speed and quickness is different. Speed is quickness. No, you've got quickness to use speed. You can't be quick without speed, and you can't be speedy without quickness.
0: Well, look at the speed and quickness there. Buddy Murphy taking down Mandrews. Manju's trying the same move of Murphy. do do it because Burley Murphy is just too strong. Irish whip back in the corner. Manju's trying to chop Murphy. Does not react to that well at all.
1: I, I demand that Murphy
0: steps on a set of scales. Well, we've seen him set on scales and he's made the 205 limit. When We've, we've seen it in the, the build-up to his cruiserweight title yeah, rate. That's why ago. he yeah. got a chance. So you can put on weight since then. He weighs himself regularly before every you, you 205 on episode. You can put on weight. Every again? 205 episode, he tries it on. Manji tries the arm drag and Murphy just pounds him. And now back in. Murphy picks Andrews up for a powerbomb, but Mandry's managed to run under. And that was a beautiful slide there by Mark Andrews on his knees. Kick to the face, stuns Murphy only for a second. We're going to see Andrews fly now. Oh!
1: As he springs over the top, catches uh, Murphy. Take down.
0: That was lovely by Andrews. You've got to think maybe Murphy is not fully focused on Mark Andrews in this match. got one eye, of course, on Mustafa Ali.
1: Well, he should have both eyes on Mandrews because uh, he's quicker than Hiccup.
0: He is, and he's so dangerous. We see that kind of brilliant offence on the outside. Throws Murphy back in. Now going away to the top. Murphy manages to dodge out the way for a second. Trullo.
1: Oh! Snake Eyes to the second turnbuckle. I
0: think Andrews was trying to DDT there. Murphy was wise to it. Now Murphy's just going to take a breath, get back into this match. Buddy Murphy, so impressive. Great reign of Cedric Alexander. Now oh my God, look at the power. Andrews must have been about ten foot up in the air, at least
1: six foot in the air.
0: Beautiful move there by Murphy. And Andrews, he's got. The heart and determination of a warrior, there's no doubt about that, trying to fight Murphy, but he might just be overmatched here, and another throw by Murphy, at least 12 foot in the air. At least
1: three and a half foot in the air.
0: And maybe Murphy can see Mustafa Ali's face on Mark Andrews at the moment.
1: I see you were such a big fan when he was teaming with Blake, though.
0: I, that's why I start liking him, yeah.
1: Don't you fucking like no, I him. No, honestly, he's I start like him. him once when he right, was right, in You go back and back listen back to, to
0: the podcast. In NXT, I pick out Buddy Murphy as a guy. I think, seriously, you go back and listen to him. Just because you can't bother to go back and listen to the fucking podcast. We'll get emails in and just go, James, you know James was I right. Own. James was right about Buddy Murphy. He picked him out in NXT. That's when I pick him out in NXT, Dan. I don't wait until they're on the main roster. I don't wait until on the 112 on will go, I'm going to like this guy. Like you man. know? <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, you know. You're gonna bring it to me about Murphy, I'll fight back. Andrews is not fighting back at the moment. Murphy's just wailing down on the elbows. Goes for the cover. But Mandrew's managing to kick out. Oh. And now back in the submission for Buddy.
1: Oh, we've seen Mandrew's hit the
0: stunner a few times before. Will we see one tonight? Oh, he just hit a jawbreaker trying to escape Murphy there. Gets picked up on the shoulders. Oh my fucking God. Now, that was a beautiful move by Andrews, but a fantastic sell oh, by Murphy. Oh, fuck off! it was, Don't though! Fucking bring Murphy it, into it. it was a fantastic sell. It was a move by Andrews. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, Andrews did that all himself. Look at that. <laughs> oh, come on, wow. Spiked him. So you
1: can't. You, you have to fucking take things I am
0: unbiased here. Yeah. I'm unbiased as Andrews now, look at the capitaliser being beaten up, but he's going to go flying. Oh!
1: Sends Murphy over the announcers table. Get back in the ring, get that count out victory.
0: Well suicide diving. He probably could get a count out at the moment. Just imagine Andrew's beating cruiserweight champion, even if it's by count out. It's a huge statement. Oh As he
1: leaps over the <laughs> announcers table, takes Murphy out with a big forearm and he's just wailing away at the <laughs> back of him now.
0: Uh oh, Murphy's in a lot of trouble at the moment.
1: That's brilliant selling for someone who's just been fucking spiked onto his head, beaten up. He's still fucking up and walking.
0: He throws Andrews back in the ring, but Andrews responds with a baseball slide, sends Murphy into barricade. And I throw onto the face, and you can see how weary Buddy Murphy is at the moment. Struggling to stand after. Brilliant selling, and now here comes Andrews, who's gonna use the stairs. Oh! Ho-ho! Gets
1: taken out by Mandrews, who jumps off the stairs. Like a cannonball?
0: Risked everything. And now it's Andrews' match at the moment. Murphy in the middle of the ring. Andrews, what's he going to try? Springboard, but caught by Murphy. Going for Murphy's Law. But Andrews rolls
1: through, double foot stomp. Oh. Standing like corkscrew moonsault. Oh, only a two count though.
0: Two. Murphy's just too powerful and gets the shoulder up. Murphy throws Andrews onto the apron. That wasn't that pretty. After the kick by Andrews, yeah, you try to roll him up. Only get the two. Two. Oh, look at this. Andrews trying to cut the kicks but Murphy. Combinations. Goes for the stomp in the knee. Andrews blocks it only for a second. Oh,
1: catches Andrews' first step up in Seguri.
0: Oh, my God. Andrews went up to the second. Oh.
1: But a head kick against the top turnbuckle. Andrews blocks it. Catches Andrews.
0: Well, yeah, moon moonsault. Salt,
1: but just powers up into a
0: oh, pa- set out power bomb. God, yeah. Andrew's tried DDT. Murphy, though, with a powerbomb. Andrew's getting a shoulder up at two. Two. See, Murphy
1: doesn't do anything impressive. He takes a lot of moves and then still wins.
0: What do you mean he doesn't do anything impressive? Did you just see that power bomb there by him?
1: It's nothing impressive. Nothing I've not seen from anyone else.
0: It's brilliant by Murphy. <laughs> you just don't like him because I like him that's the only no, reason not... you would love Buddy Murphy <sighs> well you saying he's not one of the greatest
1: he doesn't do anything impressive to me and that is the honest to God's truth as well
0: well Murphy's just about to put Andrews away oh,
1: oh gets caught with a stunner go on Andrews get up there son
0: Andrews so he's got... taken
1: less than half the beating that Murphy has but yet he's still selling it as if he's been through the ringers
0: Andrews, oh my God, tried to shoot star. Knees up by Murphy. Knees up, Mother Brown. Huge knee to the face. And now he's got in position. Murphy's Law. Oh. Goes for the cover. One, two, three. And that is your Cruiserweight Champion, Dan. Your Cruiserweight Champion winning this match in very impressive fashion. I think Murphy does a lot of things that is uh, a great in ring, and might many think that doesn't impress you. But I think he's selling and stuff like that he's second to none. He's selling his second yeah. to none? Yeah.
1: Fuck off, you're just saying that. Because look, say he's he holding his head shit. there
0: after all that punishment. He could be no-selling, oh. He's holding the head there. He's been through the war.
1: He touches the bus and he's holding his head.
0: the, the selling for the reverse hurricane Ronner was a thing of beauty we've seen from Murphy. That's one of the things he's great at. We know he's a high flyer. He can fly over the top beautifully. And the Murphy law is a very impressive, powerful finisher. And it's your Cruiserweight Champion, Dan. Your creative champion still
1: doesn't take away from the fact that he goes into a match. Every fucking move from this highlight reel is from Mark fucking Andrews because fuck all to do with Murphy. Yeah,
0: that's like going back in the tight eighties and watching Flair matches and going, do you know what? Flair takes all the and pu- still retains his title. That's the whole point. You meant to give Andrews sank in this match. Murphy's a champion. This is about building up Andrews and showing what he's all about. And people saying, well, look how close he took the, the only time."
1: Champ. The only time Murphy sold something is when he got pissed off because he didn't fucking pin Andrews for the free after he set-up powerbomb.
0: Look, sour great, Dan. You wish Enzo is still Cruiserweight champion. I know I that. I'd fucking but... rather have Enzo. <laughs> <his> <laughs> oh! You actually mean <laughs> that <laughs> as well, <laughs> didn't <laughs> you? That is terrible. <laughs> it's ter- you heard it here, everybody. After 100 episodes, Dan would have Enzo Morris Cruiserweight champion over... Anyone.
1: No. <laughs> I didn't say anyone. <laughs> I said over muddy
0: birthday. Uh, all I heard was you don't have heads over always, Jeff. You only hear what you <laughs> want to hear. Uh, November 14th, 2018. It's episode 103. And match one is Drew
1: Gulak and Jack Gallagher versus Akira Tozawa and the Brian Kendrick.
0: Well, Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher isolated the Brian Kendrick with multiple tags and attacks in the corner during the early stages of the match. When Akira Tozawa finally tagged in, he unleashed a flurry of kicks to Gulak before landing on a suicide dive and on the outside. In the end, a miscommunication between Kendrick and Tozawa allowed Gulak to take advantage by picking up a 1-2-3 over Tozawa with a unique pinfall.
1: Well, this match wasn't the most frailing, but the finish was a good way to continue the storyline. The post-match confusion between Kendrick and Tazawa seemed to have a hint of a match between the two in the future. If that is, the case, we see Tozawa turn heel and align with Kendrick's
0: former partners, Gulak and Gallagher. Well, oh, that might be interesting. Well, match two is Kalisto and Lince, Lince Dorado. versus Mike Karma and Craig Kieserman.
1: Well, Kalisto and Dorado picked up a quick victory over the unknown Mike Karma and Craig Kieserman. The finish came when Kalisto took out one of his opponents with a salida del sol, followed by an acro- acrobatic move to the Dorado landed a shooting star press on the other opponent to get the win. Following the match, Maria Canellis appeared on the screen and warned that Mike Canellis will return next week to face Grand Metallic.
0: Well, this was a very entertaining for a squash match. If Lucha House Party can produce lively matches like this on Raw... They shall have a bright main roster future.
1: So, of all the people from the 205 Live division to go up to the main ro- uh, to the main show, main roster Lucha
0: House Party. Uh, I know it's weird Lucha House it's only because we all haven't got any tag teams. Either, like, really, I mean they've got the greatest tag team of all time in, in Bobby Roode and Jack <laughs> Gable. But apart from that, you know there's not really a lot else. So it's kind of weird that they've been on the the main roster. But I think there's a lot of cruiserweights. You can make it to tag teams as well. I thought we saw that in the past, you know, why LeBron, Lee, Brian Kendrick and Jack Halliger never went up to the main roster to uh, have an opportunity. I, I just don't know. That's you know, it's a bit weird. But anyway, it's main event time. It's Cedric Alexander versus Leo Rush. The former Cruiserweight champion has lost the last three times going against Leo Rush, who is undefeated here on 205. This will be a very interesting matchup. We know how quick Alexander is. You might argue Leo Rush, for how annoying he is, might be the faster of the two. Has Leo Rush done anything since his debut to, you know, I know how much you hate Buddy Murphy, but what about Leo Rush? Has he done anything to kind of warm you to him?
1: Again, no, he's not really done anything that makes you think, oh, yeah, you know, he's he's got talent.
0: Well, okay. I, I don't know. I think he's not bad on primos because he's just quite annoying. You know, we've seen him obviously team up with uh, Bobby Lashley and become his manager and Lashley turn to the dark side. But, I mean, Rush can go in the ring. I mean, he's the smallest probably... Of everybody in the Cruiserweight division, but we can just see what these two men can do. And it is nice stuff, and the they're going hurricanrana, both men landed on their feet. This match could be really, really quick. But I think Rush is unlikable, I just think he's too small to have his own success. I can't see him going that far, I mean, maybe in 205 Live, but... Even in the main roster, I, I just can't see it at the moment. I mean, you talk about small guys, but he's really small. I mean, Mysterio is taller than Leo Rush.
1: His annoyance is probably the equivalence of uh, Vicky Guerrero on the mic.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. But that's a good thing to have, though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, he is so annoying with his Lashley, Lashley. You just kind of want to see him get beat up. Get older at the moment.
1: Springboard Rana there for Leo Rush to Alexander.
0: And he's got a grin on his face as well.
1: Well, he knows this is a perfect opportunity to have a match with Cedric Alexander. I mean, he's, as he say, he's on a losing streak at the moment.
0: Maybe it's time for Cedric to assess his options and maybe think to himself, "I've done what I can on Two Hundred Five. Is it time to try and try my hand at Raw or SmackDown?" You know, you think Alexander deserves a chance on the main roster?
1: I think he does. Yeah, you know, he's he's got quite a size for a cruiserweight, so yeah, I think he's and he's definitely got good in-ring talent as well. But again, is these kind of people, you know, is, uh, are the smaller guys kind of best of going into a tag team with someone? I mean, you know, you, you can't count out what success cruiserweights have had. Mm. I mean, Urio of old, you know, he's had title runs, even uh, Kalisto with the US title run.
0: Yeah, I think Kalisto's great as well. I think uh, five, he could be on the main roster. I think someone like Cedric... I think if he was given an opportunity, even if it was to move across to NXT, I think Cedric would be phenomenal there, you know, I really do. Like we've seen what he could do in matches, even going back to the kind of CWC. There's something likeable about Alexander, that's saying other wrestlers didn't they? you know, people like Rich Swann for me just didn't hack Alexander. I don't I can't explain why I do, but yeah. there's just something about him that I think, you know, he's heard his Jews and whatnot and yeah, I can get behind him, you know. And I think with Cedric going for like kind of US for Intercontinental title, I think it's definitely an opportunity there. But, like you said, the, the the problem with WWE at the moment, they've just got too many wrestlers. There's just too many guys trying to fill spots. As Leo's caught in a second rope...
1: Oh, he had his chin perched on that second turnbuckle. Alexander comes along and just kicks it. Is this like the startings of a heel turn for him? I mean, you know, using turnbuckles in manoeuvres, it's not normally a facey type thing, is well, it? Well, um,
0: it's something that we can see. You know, Alexander has been a full face since he's been on 205 Live, so it might be nice to see him try you know, a few other things as well. There's still a lot of time. He's still quite young as well. To to try that, you know, he'll turn on 205 Live maybe and do that. Moving across to uh, Raw or SmackDown, I think Cedric's definitely still got a bright future. But, you know, if you think about Leo Rush, he's on Raw every week, Bobby Lashley. So he's got an opportunity to really get his face across coming in. And now he's on two programmes in a week, you know.
1: Yeah, but I'd rather see him do... The Singh Brothers thing and just come out just to be someone's whipping <laughs> yeah, boy yeah, yeah. for, you know, a, a dominant wrestler. As Well, I suppose the Singh Brothers weren't really doing it for a dominant wrestler. I was doing it for Jinder Mahal. Yeah, but he but, was
0: champion, wasn't he? So, yeah.
1: Yeah, but seeing him coming out, you know, being the whipping boy for Lashley, I'd rather see him do that and a valuable spot on 205 Live.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's fair enough. As Leo Rush here, quite surprisingly, has got one over on Cedric, drop kicked him against the barricade.
1: And brilliant selling there by Alexander. I mean, you know, he gets hit and he stays down for a few seconds and sells it as if he's actually going for a ball.
0: Well, he sent him into the steel stairs as well and then throws it back in the ring. And Alexander's a bit startled at the moment. Rush is smirking.
1: No, James, he hasn't got a great in his gob. He's just got a smug-looking fucking look on his fucking face.
0: And now just wailing away on Alexander. Big right hands.
1: And he has got the momentum and the, uh, like, you know, of being unbeaten. Didn't he beat your man? I don't want to talk about Noam Dar. Noam
0: Dar. No, Noam Dar. Just leave it at that moment. I mean, Leo Rush got very lucky. Very, very lucky against Noam Dar. But if he can get a victory here tonight against Sergio Alexander, then most definitely will be one of the top guys in the in the cruiserweight division right now. You know, beating Alexander. You've got Mustafa Ali maybe up above him, you know. But apart from that, Alexander is very close to line. Tony Nice of course, as well. Yeah, but imagine if Rush can beat Alexander then. right, well, he might stand a chance against gets Buddy Murphy, but, you know, <laughs> maybe someone gets Mustafa Ali or something like that. Very impressive submission now on Cedric. Even though Alexander's got the size of Rush just sitting on his back.
1: Yeah, well, size doesn't mean anything, James. Everyone's the same height, lying down.
0: And now, impressive by Leo. Showing their vicious side.
1: But Alexander managing to get up to a vertical base. Slams Rush into the corner. Gets some separation between the two. Rush again straight back onto his back. And into the corner for a second time.
0: Well, Rush is relentless, but Alexander fights back with a chop. Rush tried to kick. Alexander caught him. Turned him inside out and... Impressive by Rush, how just quick he is. A couple of kicks to the head. Oh, goes for a cover, but only gets a one count. One. And Rush just seems very confident at the moment. There's no real frustration on his face. Just taking it in stride. Cedric might not have thought anybody like Rush before. Leo aiming for the shot at Alexander, but took too long.
1: Cedric catching his leg, hitting him with a spinning back elbow. Sends Rush tumbling to the corner.
0: Now Alexander now trying to build a little bit of momentum. So he's running in with a shoulder, now springboarding back in, takes out Rush. Beautiful clothesline. So was
1: this in the NXT arena now then?
0: No, no, it's before um, Raw. And now Cedric going for the lumbar check. Rush though bounces off, lands on his feet. Both been trading. Oh, and spring
1: step up kick though. Two Oh But Rush managing to kick
0: out Oh That was right on the button And Leo and Alexander Don't really know where they are No man's really got the advantage yet Rush throws Alexander on the apron He blocks it with a boot
1: Springboard's in Plants Rush face first onto the mat
0: One Two Oh. Oh But again Rush gets shoulder up at two Two Now Alexander thinks It's tougher than I gave him credit for
1: Well has he been training with Lashley?
0: I think he might have been, you know, his uh, strength and endurance. As Rush now going to the apron. I think he'd be a lot happier if Lashley was in his corner. <clears throat> Alexander trying to pull Leo Rush back in, but he holds on to that bottom rope.
1: Well, wouldn't you question the friendship? Oh, and a roundhouse kick from Leo Rush.
0: Oh, my God. Turns him outside. Goes for the spinning, on prettier.
1: Hits it. One, two... Oh, Oh. but Cedric just managing to kick out, Uh and Rush is visibly getting frustrated. But wouldn't you question a friendship if, like, you know, Leo Rush is out all the time with Lashley, but Lashley doesn't attend any of Leo Rush's matches?
0: You would question that, but maybe Leo Rush is going to take advantage of that fact and maybe use it against Lashley down the line, you know? We we just don't know. He might turn on Lashley.
1: (laughs) Even his (laughs) stupid fucking puberty beard he's got.
0: Well, he's now getting serious. He's taking the wrist tape off. He means business, but Alexander pushed him away. Big right hands by Rush.
1: Alexander's pushing him off, though. Delivers a big right of his own and just drops the old Rush to his knees.
0: Now, Cedric getting caught with the chops and the slaps by Rush. He follows over with a big elbow. Ducks a spinning back fist. Oh, my God. Goes for the slam, does Alexander, but Rush rolls him through. Alexander managed to kick out. Uh. A running
1: Spanish fly to Leo Rush. Or was that to Cedric Alexander?
0: Yeah, I think Rush to Alexander. And now he's going up. Final hour. Here comes Rush off the top. Alexander moves. That is one deep fucking frog splash. That's our fucking Delo Brown that. It hits nothing. Alexander Lumbar check. Oh my god, Alexander though. I think Rush trying to reverse it.
1: He does to Hurricane Rana to Two. Oh, Ooh. my god. Gets shoulder up a two. Two. Oh Rush with a
0: bottom rope
1: into his Stunner. stanner. <laughs> he bounced off the bottom rope with his ass into a stanner. Fair play to that. Oh Spanish fly. Cedric on Rush. Turns him through. Lumbar oh, check. Oh my god. These catapults rush about twelve foot in the air.
0: One two for at least eighteen foot and Alexander. Yes, Richard, that was a great last couple of minutes there to that match.
1: It was very good, yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Leo Rush, but he looked quite impressive in the, the closing stages.
1: It wasn't It wasn't a terrible match, no. And uh, I, I think they're overusing the Spanish fly now, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was too in quick succession. We didn't even know who well, really not, hit the first one. It's not
1: <laughs> only, yeah, it's not only that. I mean, you know, it does look spectacular, but... I don't know, I think they're kind of overusing it and it's going to be like, yeah, Spanish Fly is just going to be sounding like a fucking DDT. Yeah, yeah I
0: see what you're saying there, yeah. <laughs> Rush seems <laughs> surprised that he hit it. And then Spanish Fly into lumbar Check and Leo Rush did go flying after that.
1: And Leo Rush is now defeated in 25 lives. Yeah, and Cedric
0: gets the win. Is he going to be back on track? I mean, what do you reckon? What do you think? What's your thoughts on the match? I
1: thought... It, yeah. Especially the end of it, it was very, very good. Um, You know, Cedric Alexander, hopefully he's back on track. Hopefully he's going to get back to his winning ways. I think a few more victories and then maybe another title shot down the line. But he wants to do it when he's ready, not when he thinks he's ready. Yeah, because
0: if you run into Buddy Murphy too quickly, then it will end you. So, episode 104, November 21st.
1: The show opens with a video package recapping the Cruiserweight Championship match from Survivor Series.
0: Buddy Murphy makes his entrance microphone in hand.
1: He welcomes us to his 205 Live and says he wants us to ask one question. Did we really think Mustafa Ali was going to beat him? Well, I did. (laughs) <laughs> Our opinion means nothing to him because he proved Ali and the rest of the world that you can't stop the unstoppable.
0: Well, now Dar gets a picture-in-picture picture promo about how he asked Drake Maverick for an opportunity after splitting time between 205 Live and NXT UK. He's now ready to focus on being a cruiserweight and kick, kick Tony Nese's daft head off.
1: So the first match is, of course, Noam Dar versus Tony
0: Nice. Or well, collar and elbow, Dar with a side headlock, and Nice shoves him off before showing him where his bicep is. Noam with a wrist lock, side headlock, shut off. Shoulder block takes him down, and Tony takes a knee to again point his bicep out. Jim breaks special from the Scott Israeli into a waistlock a switch off the ropes. Drop down, leapfrog, trip Tony up, and Dar struts a bit.
1: Shoulder thrust, spin is set up for a backslide. Nope. Passing knees to the apron, duck a lariat, kick his legs out from underneath him, off the ropes, and a drop kick puts the Premier Athlete on the floor. side sidestepped, put into the uh sidestep, put into the apron, and a single knee gut buster to the floor leaves him hurting. Back inside off the ropes, flying shoulder block for two. Two and Tony follows it up with the body scissors.
0: Well, no, I'm it to Pin, release knee to break it. Tony switches to a waist lock. Dar to his feet. knee switches to a bear hug. I can hardly bear it. Dar out. The Premier Athlete nails him in the gut off the ropes. Dar ducks across the body but runs right into a back elbow. Knees to the second. Noam takes his leg out from under him. Double palm thrust and uppercut. The Premier Athlete is down and out.
1: Dar gets a suplex. Only two. Two. Sidestep the leg lock. Strike combo but Noam cuts him off midway with a guillotine choke. Tony ho- hosses him out. Dar, throwing forearms, he runs into a right hand and niece hits a one-handed bulldog over the ropes. Nobody home on a triangle moonsault and Dar gets a guillotine choke
0: again. Well, Tony counters with a Northern light suplex for two. Two. Waistlock applied, reversed. Up kicks from the uh, Scotch Supernova roll into a victory roll. No good. Dar kicks his leg up from under him. Gordy busts off the ropes with a sliding knee. knee. Murphy runs interference. No arm kicks him away, but the way is clear. Knee to the back of the head, German suplex, into the turnbuckles and the running knees by Tony Nese nice for the win.
1: <clears throat> Post-match, Buddy kickstar off the apron and raises his pal Nese's
0: hand. Well, Mustafa only gets a backstage promo. He said he's hurt and he's not just physical but in his head too. He doesn't want to forget his pain. He's not running from it. He wants to embrace it to feel every single ounce. So when he's tempted to stay down, he'll remember how he feels in this moment and rise back up. So we should thank Buddy Murphy for the pain because now he's going to work even harder, dig even deeper and turn this pain into power.
1: Now he promises he will become Cruiserweight Champion.
0: Drake Maverick is talking to referee Danny Amphibo and says he takes Maria Canez's threat very seriously and he wants to make sure nothing ruins the main event.
1: Cedric Alexander rolls up and says it's great to be back on the winning track. Maverick says it was a great match and there's a match he's always wanted to see and now's the time. Cedric Duffer Ali versus Buddy Murphy and Tony Nice. Alexander's into it and thanks him for the
0: match. Well, it, Akira Tazar and Brian Kendrick made their entries as the Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher are interviewed backstage.
1: Gallagher says he used to look up to Kendrick, but now he's aligned himself with a scoundrel. And Gulak says they're no tag team. Not like him and Jack, who are practically submission commission. So if they step to them again, they will tap out. Akira
0: Tozawa and Brian Kendrick versus Fidel Bravo at all. Well, Kendrick up
1: first, beating <coughs> Kendrick up first, beating on a man here. Tozawa tags in, stomping away. Dude gets away and makes a tag, but Tozawa takes Bravo out and tags Brian back in. Kick assisted reverse, reverse kick assisted reverse sto gets two. Two tag made back. First guy wailing away with punches that only get caught with a leg lariat. Tags made all round. Akira with a Yakuza kick, slide under. 540 roundhouse kick, missile drop kick.
0: Well, a slice of bread number two. Tazara up top and hits the match winning Senton. Tazara and Kendrick celebrate their victory together in the ring.
1: Well, Nisa Murphy are walking backstage when they roll into an interview.
0: Well Buddy asks if they're finally getting the tag titles as a joke before saying he's beating both of them individually. So just imagine what they're gonna do next week. Nice tells Dasha she better, she's better than that and moves along.
1: Well commentary hypes up their tag match as well as return of Hideo Itami next week.
0: And our main event is Grand Metallic versus TJP. But Luch House Party have come out here because Metallic gets his mask stolen from three weeks previously. And we get the power of love dan. Yeah, there's Mike Kalenius, TJP coming out in the masks of Kalisto Metallic, and Drake Maverick, PP Pants is here to break everything up. Well, he's there with all the referees. Luch House Party got to meet him on the apron. And is it a dream team, Dan? Mike Kalenius and TJP. No. I mean, I know you love TJP. You're going to start loving Mike Kalenius. No. Brothers, I mean, no. and 205, live Enzo Moretti. <sighs> Neither. <laughs> oh no, you have to pick one. Um, You've got Buddy Murphy as your Cruiserweight Champion, so you'll need to have someone else.
1: I'd go for neither.
0: Come on, we need a match now.
1: And Drake Maverick is laying down the law in dry pants, saying everyone else out is just going to be a one-on-one
0: match. So here we go. It's going to be one-on-one. It's Metallic versus TJP. Metallic looking for some retribution. And a dropkick to Metallic sends TJP to the outside.
1: Oh, straight over the top takes out uh, takes out TJP. This match is like a quick metallic now. Springwell back in. Splash one two. Oh, but TJP managing to
0: kick out. Ah, uh, well, well, see outside and TJP made himself relevant again in 205 live by stealing the mask. Is this a good position for TJP, Dan?
1: Uh, It's a bit of a 50 50 shout. I mean, you know, he's made himself relevant stealing the mask, but then he's made himself a cunt by aligning with a cunt.
0: <laughs> yeah, but at least he's in the main event of 205 Live. You know, former Cruiserweight champ, we talk about how difficult it is. Look at Metallic there running the ropes.
1: Gets caught by TJP, looking for the TJP Neep. Oh.
0: My God, it's like a variation of sharpshooter. I mean, Perkins can do a lot of stuff submission based in WWE. We've seen him do it in the past. He's not really what you call a real high flyer, but he can do that.
1: As he flies over the top right yeah. to take out metallic
0: He's got such a great submission and ground game, you know, it's weird how good TJP is. I mean, if he was another hundred pounds heavier maybe, he would be, you know, one of the lead guys in WWE. It's just a shame. His size might be holding him back a little bit. And now Perkins just mounts him, comes down with a right hand.
1: Well there's certainly been a thorn in the side of the Lucha House party. I mean, he is beating Randy Orton three
0: masks to one. He is beating him three masks to one. But, I mean, if you think about it, even Perkins might see himself in Lucha House Party. You know, when he first started, course, wearing a mask. He used to be suicide in TNA as well. So, he, he's, he's worn the mask before. He knows about the tradition. And maybe he's saying to these guys, that you don't need the mask. Just be yourself. Or maybe he just hates that now about him.
1: Well, his face is too good looking to cover up, James. <laughs>
0: He's working on the mask of Metallique in this match.
1: Maybe he could team up with Randy Orton to go against a couple of members of the Lucha House Party if I was on different shows.
0: Nice suplex. And then backdrop by TJP. Goes for
1: the cover. Two. Oh. Only a two count. Two. And fans in the front row just looking at phones. It's really annoying.
0: So 100 episodes of 205 Live, Dan. Who's been your favourite cruiserweight champion? What's what's been your favourite time watching 205 Live?
1: I think the Neville era.
0: Expand a little bit on why why Neville for?
1: Um I thought he brought the most grit into it. He was definitely the most predominant heel on the show. And uh I I just think he you know, he's brilliant, brilliant performer as well. You know, I've seen him uh I've been watching the uh, Raw's from twenty fifteen and you know, seeing Neville come out there when he was uh, just a clean shaven the man the gravity forgot. And the matches that he pull, pulled out. I mean, there was a brilliant match uh, on Raw for the NXT Championship against Kevin Owens when Kevin Owens first made his jump. And, you know, he he was just a brilliant showman then. Uh, you know, the moves that he'd done certainly defied gravity. And, yeah, I think they kind of screwed him up, really.
0: Mm. Oh, I mean, he did have his... Uh... His moments, didn't The WrestleMania match with Austin Aries that they have for the Cruiserweight title, of course, against Jack Gallagher on Pay For You, that we mentioned before. I got think, I got think my favourite era of uh, when 205 Live was the most relevant was uh, during Enzo Morey's Cruiserweight title reign. If you think about it, that's when they were featured most heavily on the card. And that's when they were on the main show on the Pay and on Raw. You know, look at all the segments that Enzo Morey had. And I think they would have been saying a little bit there with the character if, if obviously he hadn't fucked himself up so much, you know. So I think that's when the 205 Live was probably at its most relevant. I think this last year has been a rebuilding process, as we've seen on the show. You know, a lot of matches, it's cut down a lot of the antics that we had before, and now just focus more on the wrestling, and now it's finally again being accepted on the main car, thanks to people like Buddy Murphy, Mustafa Rally, Kendrick Alexander, you know, his title reign has done a lot to kind of... Um, bring 205 life back up now, you know, after all the shenanigans that we have, you know, look at all the past champions and stuff that's gone wrong, you know, with Rich Swan and what happened with that being released, called Senso Mori, he talks about Neville, even now, you know, going on, and he's still talking about, you know, what he was saying on on Twitter about uh, didn't want to lose to Enzo Mori, you know, he'd never had a ma- massive problem with him, it was just in backstage, you know, so changed a lot in a short space of time in just 100 episodes or 104 now as it is I think how much it's changed from the very first when it first started after the Cruiserweight Classic Tournament and what we saw to now it's incredible isn't it really well you,
1: know? you bring up Enzo More, right and he held a free which means no pay for entry concert in a building that holds over 200 people how many do you think turned up
0: 35 exactly mm-hmm. we got 45,000 <laughs> But exactly. Just, just in comparison, that's how much better we are than Hector Amore. See, you know, and... <laughs> <laughs> Put that in, when you first started the podcast, when you first saw Hector Amore, did you ever think you would outnumber him audience-wise? Yes. Yeah. By, by thousands that, times 35,000 it's incredible what you think about where we come. But we've watched ebb of 205. live. you can go back and listen to our, our record since it first started. And we followed the Cruiserweight Classic Tournament as well, where Dan had three people in the semifinals. And weirdly enough, two of the guys are in this match right now, Dan.
1: Exactly that, yeah. I mean, you know, who would have thunk it?
0: Fun I kick. mean, was
1: that a tournament? Because I think you was in the semis as well. I was. He? I, I picked... Is that is that another tournament that you got to the final and lost?
0: No, I didn't get to the final. I got knocked oh. out in the semi. But uh, Zack Sabre Jr. now is uh, having a lot of success in Japan. So, I mean, I'm going to take that as a kind of win. <laughs> Noam Dar. Take whatever you want, man. Yeah, bro. Noam Dar is still in two, on 205 Live as well and he's trying to look at his opportunity, you know. Let's not forget Perkins is the first ever cruiserweight champion the first new cruiserweight champion and some of them still ain't Jack Gallagher Tisaro let's not forget about his short title reign against Neville beat beat him at SummerSlam
1: but then you know you've got the likes of him and had a title run yet
0: yeah I think most definitely he deserves it Drew Gulak never really had his time did he we always thought we thought uh, he would do it Nice again as another guy
1: but Nice has always been like second fiddle. He was second fiddle to Drew Gulak. He was sec- He's playing second fiddle now to Buddy Murphy.
0: We'll see if he can stand out of the shadows. And I think Murphy definitely could move to the main roster. Fuck in hell. Well, it's been a. Perkins' been in control of this match for a little while. Been back into it. And both men trade trading moves. It's just kind of beautiful wrestling that we've seen as it was. And then Perkins is on the apron. And Metallic there. In, in, in just a fantastic kind of one motion type, sprang over the top, hurricane runner to the outside. We've not even seen a replay of it yet. Per- Perkins might be out. The League
1: driver, could this be it? No, Grand Metallic's going up top. I don't think he
0: needed to, but he's going to go
1: look as he walks the ropes. Springboard elbow gets caught by TJP, straight into the armbar.
0: Oh, but Metallic rolls through, but oh no,
1: look how good Perkins is. He transitions straight into that TJP
0: clutch. And Metallic, centre of the ring, trying to scramble across. He has got a little bit of weight on Perkins. Oh, get to the bottom rope to break it up. Oh, TJP's got one of the pinatas. Oh, and as he was
1: about to hit Metallic with it, he gets a chop to the chest. Metallic stacks it back neatly in the corner. Gives TJP enough time to roll through Hurricane Rana. Metallic rolls through
0: though and gets a win. Oh, and Grand Metallic beats TJP. He was messing around. Now here comes the rest of uh, Lucha House Party celebrating. I quite like Lucha House Party's t-shirts because it's the old in your house logo, isn't it? Yeah. So, and they come out celebrating. Well, Maria's losing her shit. shall we? what did Gulak? What did what did Maverick do? <laughs> Oh, Mike Kanellis with the chairs. Because
1: he hasn't got the talent to beat them in the ring. He has to use objects. It was a setup all
0: along. Maria distracting Maverick and the rest of the security.
1: What does she need to distract him for?
0: And Kanellis was there with the chair, and now here comes Maverick down trying to save him. TJP's got his clutch in. Oh, my God. Sending, uh using the weapon again. Referees down now. And what an assault by Canellis and TJP.
1: I don't get why why the distraction...
0: Because otherwise he would have brought referees down, I guess.
1: Yeah, but if he come in through the crowd as he did, then it, it's irrelevant, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but at least he proved a distraction, I guess.
1: No. No, I'm, I'm, I think that was... I, I, no, I I'm
0: a fan of The Power of Love, much like you, Dan, you know, and it's great that they're here on 205 Live. One of these things we can look at is the next 100 episodes on 205 Live, you know, with the success of Buddy Murphy, Tony Neese, Noam Dar, Mike Kanellis. You know, it's going to be a Why great Why would you bring future? up
1: them fucking four <laughs> <poor> fucking <laughs> names? Who
0: would you say? All right, Dan, in 100 episodes' time, when we're looking at 205 Live 200... Who are you going to say? Who's going to be the great champion? Mustafa Yeah. Cedric
1: Alexander. Yeah. Uh, Buddy Murphy. Tony Nese and Drew Gulak.
0: Oh, so we'll see what happens. But um, 205 Live has been worth it. And even though there's a lot of content on the WWE Network, it's still enjoyable to watch, especially since it's moved to um, Wednesday. Uh, and one of the things about it is well, there's always going to be a match each week. That is is going to be good. So that's it. Anything else about 205 Live, Dan, as we wrap up?
1: Nothing that I'd want to put on tape.
0: So that is it for 205 Live and 100 episodes. And of course, we'll show you more. Well, we'll have more 205 Live on our WWE Net Review for December. But anyway, our next episode is going to be the UK special, where we're going to look at NXT UK, the world of sport, and, of course, Frev Pro as well. So a lot of news regarding British wrestling then. Uh, but for now, don't forget you can contact us on Twitter, at WWE Review or... At Vince
1: McDan WWA.
0: I'm at Joe underscore Roland. We're across all the Google platforms, WWE Review and Google+. Plus. Send us an email at podcast, at gmail.com. We're on Facebook.
1: Yes, Facebook, you can come and find our page and give us a like with the WWE Network Review Podcast. And come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince
0: Go Mc... To our YouTube channel, WWE Network Review Podcast. Where we've got all clips on there and podcasts go at the same time. And YouTube to do other places like SoundCloud
1: on your phone.
0: Don't forget we're on Spreaker Radio. We've got our live shows. We'll be back in January live. And of course, Stitcher Radio and iTunes where you can download, subscribe, rate, and review there. That is it. Like I say, our UK special is next. But for now, I have been James Rowlands. And as always, I was joined by... Bye, Mike. Right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And bye. Bye.